Jason Lee Podcast. All right, we're back with an all-new show of the Jason Lee Podcast. Are we clapping? Welcome back. And uh, what an eventful week it's been. I have to tell you that my Jelly Belly (laughs) container is indicative of how my nerves are. A mess. A mess. I am sick and tired of this internet that you blame Beyonce for owning because at this point, the entire world has lost its mind. I went to Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, and I said that they need to discontinue the internet for the next 10 days. I want 2023 to be over already. At this point, we've already said that Diddy is canceled. The internet is canceled, Diddy, because of the lawsuit with Cassie and all of the other allegations that have come out since then. But it just makes you wonder how much of all this stuff is true when we don't know of any evidence. And the problem with social media nowadays is that once one person says something and another person, another person, another person, another, by the time it's gotten to 10 or four iterations of whatever the first person said, everybody in the court of public opinion has said that the person is guilty. Now, I'm not saying this because I'm defending Diddy because I'm not. I don't work for Diddy. I'm not on Revolt. My show's not over there. I don't talk to Diddy. But I am watching a black icon and his whole legacy be destroyed. And some people could say this is karma because of years and years of people saying he's an evil person. I've even heard one person refer to him as a devil, as the devil. But now I wake up in the morning last week and you guys are now saying that T.D. Jakes, the bishop who's preached to millions of people is a power bottom it, it is not funny it's not funny it's actually really sad and i'm gonna tell you why you guys drug me for complete filth for saying that uh jennifer hudson is illiterate when you know that she couldn't win a spelling bee if her life depended on it yet you turn around and you allow the world to drag td jakes a bishop ordained by god anointed by the spirit into the depths of hell bent over a couch being slid in by tyler perry <laughs> or Diddy or whatever other man that you want to make gay this week, the internet is a reckless playground. I'm telling you, be very careful how you play on the internet because while you just tweet them 140 characters, know that people are watching and you're hurting people's lives. I'm not, again, you know, I don't have any stake in the game. Uh, You know, uh, T.D. Jakes has never touched me, preyed on me or anything like that. I have met him and I did meet him at Diddy's house. So what? But if you've come to any of my events, you've seen my therapist at my events, you've seen my family at my events, it doesn't mean that you're having sex with somebody because you're at their parties. And pastors in the world of entertainment in LA and culture show up at cookouts, at events, at parties, uh, especially when you're helping somebody go through the darkest times of their lives. You know, I don't know why this rant is happening, maybe because I just am overwhelmed with the internet. I feel like there's so much happening on the internet right now that this, that was once full like my spirit is now scarcely empty and struggling to survive this is what my feelings are with the internet are you looking at this good old internet and what are your thoughts i love it i live for it do you i love it because it makes you it makes me look at my life like oh wait i do live a normal life compared to these people who you know got money and power and they still got their own little yeah, but it's just because it hasn't happened to you yet. Imagine you're with your man and all of a sudden everything in your world comes crashing down because somebody said something that may or may not be true. Oh, yeah. The cancel stuff is crazy. You know, I think that people who are not celebrities or not in the public eye, you you have a privilege that mm-hmm. you don't understand. I will say I'm not I'm not 
you know, famous like the people that we talk about here, but I am known and people know me and I'm all over the internet and I am a public figure and I've had people try me and I will tell you the difference between me and these other people is that we haven't heard from Diddy. We haven't heard from T.D. Jakes. He's probably preying on somebody, not the way that you're thinking. And you all are saying that he's bent over taking a chalupa up the ass. I just, I couldn't think of anything else. I just think at this point, I think at this point the internet has gone crazy. And and I really want to say this. As much as I enjoy giving you my opinion on things, I have to tell you as somebody who looks at all aspects of the culture, from the stuff that's entertaining and keen and the stuff that's actually really impactful, and there can be room for both, we are in a really crazy time right now. And people are losing everything for entertainment. And, you know, you can say Hollywood Unlock is part of the problem because we try to track it all, but we're only tracking it all to keep a thread between everything that's happening. This allegation pops up like today. You know, we're going to get into all the different things that happen online. But one of the topics not even being talked about is Method Man even. Somebody even came from Method Man. Somebody who's non-problematic, who's been minding his business, who's been a good husband, who's been a great example for how the hip-hop culture can continue to thrive and his health and fitness and everything. He's now being accused of something that happened 30 years ago. Really? I, I don't know. But mark my words, mark my words on this podcast. This all, in terms of social media and the impact it's having on culture and society, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. And for your businesses, God bless all of you who build businesses only to have them destroyed by people who wake up one day and want to say something. I have an immense amount of respect for the church. I have an immense amount of respect for this black man and his family and what he's done. And it is an embarrassment to my culture that people are playing with this man. This man pre preaches to millions of people. He's changed lives. He's inspired people. And what I don't want to do is provide a space to be a part of the circus. It's just not right. And there's going to be bigger implications. There's going to be spiritual implications and there's going to be character implications in the future because people are saying that this man, this man who's married, whether his son is gay, try to have sex with somebody for money, whatever. That doesn't mean that this ordained minister, this pastor, this bishop, this guy who's important to a lot of people is somehow in elusive acts of sex with men. I just think that that's just wild. And I don't think people are, because I think it's so entertaining uh, because we live in a Zeus network world for this to be a popular thing to do. And I just, I, I, I can't be a part of that. I went to Twitter and said very clearly what I felt about this. And I wanted to be very clear. In this show, yes, we're going to have fun. But, you know, my name is on this show. Not her name, not Rob's name, my name. And there are things that I'm more than willing to have a good time and kiki about. But one thing I don't play around with is the church. One thing I don't play around with is pastors. What I don't play around with is making fun of and allowing the gay community and our gay lifestyles to just be thrown on people for jokes and, and laughs. And I feel like if that's the case, then there's so many women that have been abused or women mm -hmm. not having the right to abortions or women. What, like There's so many things that people can be attacked for that are hurtful. And I think to use sexuality as a weapon against a pastor who was minding his business is just insane to me. And I, I don't know about you, but I am exhausted with this Internet. And um, I'm at a place where I just want the new year to come in and hopefully pray new energy. I also would like to say that it is Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. And so that could be another reason to blame for the foolishness. All right. Let's just get right into it because there's a lot going on. It's the Tea with Jason Lee. 
All right. Up uh, next, which I'm really excited about because I can talk about her for days. Baby mama. Wifey Rihanna. Uh, this was a picture from her event the other day. Let me show some B-roll while I talk over it. This was us at the Fenty launch for her Puma shoe, which, you know, she had this amazing creeper sneaker event with lots of different colors. By the way, I'm getting every pair of them mailed to me. Uh, this was uh, <clears throat> the color that I eventually took my shoes off and put on. Uh, that's us in cuter moments. Uh, that was me putting on the shoes. But look, at this event, um, she was on the red carpet doing interviews and people were asking her about her new release and the growing family. Now, she was there with her man, Rocky. As you know, Rocky and her are the sexiest. I think I told them there at the event that they were the sexiest couple ever. And I always tell them that because they really are. Well, they have two sons. One is Riza, and the other is Riot. Well, Rihanna uh, and Rocky, which all of their names starts with R. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, they were there at the event. Now, let me show you a photo of Rihanna and the family. This is the family. This is them and their babies. So stylish and so cute. Well, anyway, speaking with Access Hollywood, Rihanna had this to say about her family, her life, and her boys. Listen. Did you ever imagine when you, when you pictured your family that, like, this is what it would be like? Did you, did you had to have some idea? No, you don't have an idea. You just hope. I hope that I can have kids one day, and I hope I can have them in love, and I hope that I can be a part of a family that, you know, breaks generational curses and just like moves forward and does new things and raises our kids better than we've been raised and every, all the beautiful things and it's happening and I can't believe it. Um, the only thing I imagined was probably the forehead on Riza. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Riot doesn't have it. I'm like, wait, are you sure? <laughs> my baby forehead right there. Right? You can't, you can't lose this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go on this. I asked you the last time I saw you, what was the thing that surprised you most about motherhood? Now I'm gonna ask you, what's the thing that surprised you most about seeing your one of your best, your best friend? What's the thing that surprised you most about seeing your best friend? Ooh, I, I loved him differently as a dad. This, yeah. this is, yeah, this is major, major, like, uh, it's a turn on. It's just like, wow, what a leader, what a great, patient, loving. And my kids are obsessed with him. I'm just I'm just a background like I'm an extra. What? Yep. Yep. It happens. Do you have kids? Not yet. OK, so prepare. <laughs> this girl is perfect. I don't know what else to tell you. The way she talks to him is the way she talks to everybody. She talks to you very like she knows you, you know, um, well, uh, after speaking to him about the family, um, she also spoke to my friend Justin over at E! News, and she hinted about maybe being ready for a third baby. Listen. One thing you can't do. So far, have daughters. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. Uh, I mean, so far. <laughs> I'm batting at a 75% for a boy next time, so we'll, we'll just like keep our fingers. First of all, I know how much Justin loves her uh, because we've talked about her offline. So so good to see them together. I've yet to interview Rihanna, which is crazy. You know what? When I, when I become friends with people, I don't interview them. I end up just being their friend or being friendly. Now, that's not the case here because she did tell me she's going to come and do the show. And Rocky did say he was coming to do the Jason Lee show. So we had that conversation and he was very... He wanted to make sure that I knew he was serious. He took off his glasses and said, look at me. I'm not telling you that I'm going to come on the show. So I, I can't wait to see that interview. Mm. It's going to be the best interview he ever did because it's with me. When you talk to somebody that you know and you can really pull out the best of them, 
I cannot wait to see it because Rocky is a phenomenal human being. I know I always gush over her and talk about how much I love her, but I love him equally as much. I just don't talk about him in that way because I don't want y'all starting no rumors online. Last time I did that about Blueface, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, she did hint at baby number three, and she did tell me when she wants to have baby number three, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> She's enjoying the time away right now, the, the time. And I will say this. Let this girl live out her life. Every time she goes online, they want new music, which I understand because I want it too. We want a tour. But you build a multi, almost a multi-billion dollar company. You have two babies. You're only, what, is she 30 years old? Mm -mm, she's like 30. 35? A little older. No. No. She, oh, she is she's 35. She's 35 years old because we talked about that. 30. She's 35 years old. She's worth $1.6 billion. She has a beautiful man. She has two beautiful children. I see a wedding coming at some point. Not that she's told me anything, but mm. their energy and their love together, I see it coming. Um, they act like best friends. You know, they act, they're very supportive of one another. When they walked in the event, she walked up there and started posing for the cameras and he stood by proudly watching her. And then they did their little sneaker thing together. I mean, culturally and fashion wise, they're everything. They're disgustingly beautiful together and they have two beautiful baby boys. And so I am so excited to just watch this love story uh, unfold. And we spent a lot of time talking at the event and I just I just think she's dope man and I I'm 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 grateful to be a friend of hers and her be a friend of mine and and I will say you know there will be no Rihanna disrespect tolerated over here. Do you think she'll stop at 3? I hope not. I hope she has like an army of children, a navy of children. Like 12 like Nick? Mm, maybe like 6. No. No. Rihanna's too cool to drive a minivan. She ain't about to have a minivan. Minivan. But she gives me like if baby three is a boy, she gives it. She's gonna have a fourth to get a girl. Cause that's why my parents kept having kids till they had a boy. Cause I'm girl, 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 and then my brother. But she, she's rich. They can make a girl. They can make two girls. But I feel like they can make two girls with blue eyes. They can make it. They can design. But I feel like they're gonna do it old school and just. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted. Can you imagine baby Fenty? Baby mm. Fenty. I, I I promise you, I feel like a men's line is coming soon. Men's skincare is coming soon. Rocky, I don't know. Something, when I talk to them and I make this recommendation, they kind of look at me and she knows I'm like a witch. I know things. Either that or she does what I tell her afterwards and she doesn't give me my percentage. Either way, uh, I love Rihanna and shout out to both of them. And we're here for it, but just don't have a baby right now. Let me get through my year of sobriety and decide if I want to drink again because I want to I want to have another drink with her. Drinking with her is fun. She's a fun fun girl okay bye Jeezy and Jeannie Mai's custody battle is getting intense now let me show you a photo of them in happier times this was the family with the baby oh baby's so cute Jeezy was looking like he was saying girl I'm out of here uh, well anyway as Jeezy and Jeannie Mai's battle as they battle it out in divorce court things continue to get sticky when it comes to custody over their one year old daughter Monica Monaco now, uh, after shocking the world, after filing the divorce in September, Jeezy later claimed that his wife of two years started 
gatekeeping their daughter from him. However, Jeannie is saying that that's not the case and that it's really all about their child's safety. Now, in court documents, Jeannie said that she's been allowing Jeezy time with her daughter and has even granted him extended time due to the holidays. Now, her lawyer also said this. Take a look. Jeannie's attorney writes, it is essential to clarify that Ms. Jenkins's insistence on reasonable safety measures being put in place, such as safety securing, safely securing and locking away all firearms that have been unsecured in the past, as well as having familiarity and properly trained caregivers, is also absolutely not gatekeeping, but rather a responsible effort to prioritize their daughter's well-being. Her legal team added, these requests are grounded in Ms. Jenkins's genuine concern for the party's daughter, safely, safety and security, especially when under the care of others and traveling across the country, and are reasonable, protective measures, not an attempt to restrict Mr. Jenkins's access to their daughter. Now, in addition uh, into their custody battle, Jeezy and Jeannie are also feuding over their prenup agreement. Now, Jeannie's claiming Jeezy violated by allegedly cheating on her. Jeezy denies infidelity and is trying to enforce the agreement with the court. Now, the prenup reportedly states that each party keep their own money in the case of a divorce. And I would say after two years, they weren't married long enough for her to get any more money. And as long as he's still there for his child, I don't even think he should pay child support. What do you think? I don't think so either. I love Jeezy, but I feel like in all these situations, I'm always going to be team baby. So whatever is best for Monaco, the baby, that's that's what I'm rooting for. Well, let's be clear. Jeezy didn't, he filed for divorce. He didn't go on a campaign saying any details. It's been Jeannie that's been slowly rolling out the tea. Right? And insider sources, that, insider sources tell me that when she did her recent interview with J-Hud, she was asking, like, can you, on the side, like, can you ask me questions? Like, she wanted to get the question because she wanted to pop her shit. Well, when you're going through divorce and you're going through a custody battle, you want to be able to pressure the other side to fold or you want to create so much pressure uh, from the public that it makes a person say, look, let's just end it already. I think Jeezy's handled it with respect. I don't think that he owes her anything else. I think that Jeannie is smart and she's hosting the thing with Ryan Seacrest for New Year's or she hosted because by then this will have aired. So she has, you know, she's working. Move on. You want your dark meat on the side. Now it's a side for somebody else. It's not for you anymore. You got to let it go. And Jeezy, you know, when he comes here to do his interview because he told me he's coming, don't think I'm going to be easy on the questions because I want to know. The snowman, it's going to be a real cold day for her. God bless you all. Bye. Christian Keys is calling out harassment. And we don't know exactly who he's talking to, but the internet has seemed to figure it out, or at least they think they know, allegedly, allegedly. knows who it is. Now, all the Queen's men actor Christian Keys recently shared that a, shared a 62-minute long Instagram live and revealed that he's been sexually harassed by a powerful man in Hollywood. I'm not going to show you the whole 62 minutes because, baby, we ain't got enough time. But look at what he said. Thankfully, God built me the way that he built me, but... I, I'm not sure, you know, based on this person's claims and, and brags um, that he's literally got. At the same time this person was sexually, sexually harassing me for years. Um, 
keeps claiming, you know, that he had multiple young black men on the payroll and they just had to show up when he was, when he requested them to be there. And clearly that's why it was, it felt to him that it was okay to say these things. And I, I really, I want to have these discussions. I want to be transparent with y'all about that. I've done my best to forgive this person, but it happens. It happens. Um, it's not just women that have to deal with it, but it's also men sometimes. And it'll be men tempting men. And that's why a lot of my posts over the last few years have been about taking the scenic route, you know, taking the long way around because if that means that you can carry your integrity with you. Oh yeah, such and such is amazing and he does this and he does that. Yeah, but he also does this and that. I, um, at some point soon, it's going to have to come out. <clears throat> I've kept one of these on me since 05. Um, whether it's a keychain recorder or a pen because most predators would check your phone. And once the sexual harassment started, I was like, well, I need to, I, I got to protect me because I'm saying no and I don't want this person as powerful as they are to try to get in the way of my work. So I have them offering me money to take my clothes off. I have recordings when I wasn't working with them or for them. Um, I have recordings of them confessing that, you know, the other guys that they have on the payroll, all of the above. Um, and the difference is, the wonderful thing about confidentiality agreements and non-disclosure agreements is that they can't prevent you from turning all of those things over to the police because sexual harassment is a crime. Attempted sexual assault is a felony. And... Times you literally just asked, why do we as black people have to deal with that? But sometimes it's our own people. Sometimes it's our own heroes. After Christian's vi uh, viral video went all over the web, several celebrities rushed to his side, including Cla Claudia Jordan, friend to the show. This is what Claudia said. You shared a piece of this with me when we first met, uh, maybe about 15 years ago, and said one day you would come forward, and you did. And Christian Keys, I'm so proud of you. Do not beat yourself up for waiting. It's hard, especially as a man. I know it's scary and embarrassing in uncharted territory, but you did it. I will stand with you on this as your friend, because I know it's true, because this is the same vibe and tone and story you shared from 2008, I believe. Congratulations to you for not going along uh, to get along and being able to look at yourself in the mirror as you shave 
in the morning. Other men and women will be saved and feel heard because of your bravery. Love you, friend. Now it's interesting to uh, say Claudia and Christian did go on a date before. They were trying. You know, they didn't. They didn't mm -hmm. smash, but they they were they were talking or whatever. And they've been friends for a long time. I looked at my phone. I have Christian's number and I've not texted him yet because I've been trying to watch this play out. And I don't know Christian to be a cloud chaser or be messy. In fact, I've never known him to be messy. Uh, and if you go back and check my Twitter, I actually said that. And so I committed him for coming out with this story when he did. Uh, more people went on to support. Tammy Roman also showed support. And this is what she said. Christian, I've been around you several times and you are such a light who walks with integrity and peace. I'm sorry you've experienced this, but I commend your bravery. In this instance, your bravery is selfless and will protect so many who could go through this after you. You are the person with the strength and protection from God to handle this journey. That's why, as you stated, it's a difficult decision. It's been heavy on you, but you feel overwhelmingly compelled to speak on it. That's God saying it's time and to step out for he with, uh, will be with you. Just know when there's a Goliath in front of you, there's a David inside of you. My prayers are with you as you heal from this trauma. Meanwhile, the whole internet began speculating about who the powerful man in Hollywood could be. Immediately, all fingers started pointing towards Tyler Perry. Now, Tyler has been in Christian's life for many years. Remember, Christian was a star in, in Medea's plays. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been in a lot of Tyler Perry movies and, and shows. Uh, and people were saying that because he appeared in several of Tyler's films and shows from The Black Billionaire, that Christian must be talking about him. But later, Christian liked a tweet from someone saying that they didn't believe it was Tyler. Now, this is a photo of the tweet that he liked. And this had us all confused. Watching Christian Keys can tell he is clearly a victim, only three grand to his name and violated by a gay billionaire. And no, I don't believe it was Tyler Perry. I wish Christian would have taken action. That man will still have his money and good name and Christian remain broken. Well, Christian liked that post. So now people are saying that it's not him. Being that Christian had named his alleged abuser, Bobby Lights chimed in and called him a clout chaser. This is what Bobby said. Christian Keys is a clout chasing beast. Boy, you either going to say the name or not. At this point, you think it's a game and it's so clear you're loving the high you're on right now. Sit your ass down somewhere. We all know you're one of the girls anyway. Jesus. It's giving somebody need money and they blackmailing allegedly. Allegedly. What do you think? It's a lot going on. Bobby has no chill, but I, I just, I feel like it's hard to even say that somebody did something to you and to name drop is wild. So I don't, I don't blame him for not doing it. If it happened to me, I would say it. I know. I wrote an entire book dropping names. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> what is, what's the fear? Is it the fear because he's never going to work again? I don't know. Is it the fear because he's on a Tyler Perry show right now? Because All the Kingsmen, isn't that a Tyler Perry show? I believe so. Can you Google that really know. quick so we get the facts right? Well, clapping back at critics, Christian told Instagram that it's been difficult for him to speak up, being that he's experienced a traumatic and abusive childhood. He even shared an older clip uh, interview from an interview for fans who uh, just needed to understand more. Take a look. I can, I can speak on the first adoption. Um, Mrs. Keys was incredibly abusive um i mean bat hammer broomstick saucepan bottle um when the belt didn't when it wasn't as effective as she wanted when it didn't make it make us scream loud enough she would hold the leather side and beat us with the belt buckle it gets worse um but it was that kind of environment between eight and twelve so by nine i started running away 
By 10, I was pretty good. By 11, I was a professional runaway. Um, I could stay on the streets for a week or two at a time. I knew how to sleep behind the, the bleachers in the middle school, how to sneak in and, and you know, bomb a bite of uh, a friend's lunch in a cafeteria or go through the garbage and see what they didn't eat, um, hit the garbage at McDonald's to eat or steal from Farmer Jack's or Kmart. Um, I got good at that too, unfortunately, but I had to eat. So, um, so that's what kind of, she adopted me when I was six. Um, and then, but the, the rough years, the beating started at eight and I just kept running away, kept running away. And finally they believed me. Um, Child Protective Services, man, they, they dropped the ball probably a dozen times. Neighbors complained, you know, cause she would have, as a punishment, she made me walk down the street naked in the rain at nine years old to ask a neighbor for a magazine, a watchtower in a week, ask another Jehovah Witness family. And like the things that this does to a kid, you know what I mean? Like it took a couple of decades to build my self-esteem back up and to heal from all of that. It was, it was heavy and, and painful. Um, but I was so happy to get out of there. They finally believed me. We're pressing charges and we're at the courthouse and she says, if you drop the charges, I will relinquish my adoption rights and you'll never have to see me again. And I said, shit, where do I sign? And so that was it. But the other side of that is that she kept my brother with her, um, my blood brother. And he had been through most of the foster homes with me. Um, but not all of them, but most of them. And he had been adopted with me. Um, so we were split for like 10, 11 years. I didn't see him again until um, I was 22, 23. So, um, but cut back to uh, the second adoption, you know, it, it, it was, it was wonderful. Um, the family taught me love, taught me how to be a man, um, taught me responsibility. I had an extensive chore list, which I didn't mind because I was with, you know, with a family who wanted me there. So it was amazing. Um, I was happy to cut the grass, rake the leaves, take the trash out, wash the dishes out. Like, is it all the Kingsmen is Tyler Perry? Sure is. Some were speculating it was billionaire um, uh, Robert Smith, which that doesn't make any sense to me because I don't even see the connection between the two, nor do I see them to have it had any business. Uh, I did tweet that I knew who it was. And I'm not going to say who it was, even though a lot of you have been calling me because uh, I want him to say it. I don't think it's fair that you throw out an allegation like this and get the whole world speculating and then not to say anything. You know, now... I will say now people are saying it was Diddy, then they were saying it was Robert Smith, then they said it was Tyler Perry. And I do feel like when you throw out stuff like this, I can understand how traumatizing it is mm -hmm. and you just wanting to get it out. And none of us know what made you say this now. Like, what made you say it now? That's what know? I want to know. Because that's why I feel like Cassie, people were even asking, like, why did Cassie say it then? See, but there? Cassie allegedly... Allegedly. They said she has been trying to get money out of him for a while mm -hmm. to feel compensated for the abuse that she went through. And because she couldn't get it before, she pressed the gas and, you know, she got her bag and ran. With this one, we don't know because we haven't seen anything else. But do you think it's given like payout? I think the silence and him not dropping the name is because a check has either been cut or being cut. There you go. I don't That's know. But, you know, if somebody harass you to the point to where you have all this trauma does a check make it go away 
Mm-mm. Or does it just make the trauma feel a little easier? I don't know. I, I can't wait to see. But Christian, I will say, you had everybody's attention, but now the conversation, the narrative is turning. And it's not turning in the better for you. So I don't know that you can just go away now and not tell people. People are going to really think you did all this for clout. Mm-hmm. And I don't know you to be that person. Okay, that's it. Put it back up. Let me say one more thing. If you are somebody who's been abused by a man or a woman, you've been taken advantage of, you have the right to speak up and the responsibility. But I do think you need to put a name on it and allow that accountability of putting that name on it to go come to fruition. If you put a name on it and you can prove it, then you need to be made whole. If you put a name on it and you can't be proven, you need to be sued and you need to be locked up. Because we do live in a world where people are losing everything because of allegations that can't be substantiated. Now, uh, Tyler was somewhere living Tyler's best life, walking around that big old Tyler Perry studio to only be drug into being a power bottom for the Christian. Y'all handing out power bottoms today like Christmas candy or Halloween candy. Bye. Tommy was recently on the Jason Lee show. Now, let me say, Tommy is... And now a friend to the show. And this face is exactly how everybody was looking at the comments when she went live. The interview has almost 400,000 views in less in one day uh, on YouTube. So you can go over there and check it out. Well, anyway, she was here on the Jason Lee show. Not here. This is the podcast. She was on my show. And I did an interview with her that went viral. And now she's been making headlines for all types of things. You know, there was the stuff about Natalie and her husband allegedly hooking up with me. And there was the stuff with Tamar and her getting her butt eaten. Well, that's not why why she went viral. She went viral because a man named Frederick Hines got online and alleged that he was uh, drugged by somebody on Tommy's production team while auditioning for her new show, Who's Next? Now, on my show, she talked about doing the auditions and the auditions happened. And baby, just like any other production, there was drama. Take a look at what Frederick said. Okay, so Tommy from Love & Hip Hop had like a little Who's Next audition casting, right? And I feel like somebody drugged, like, put something inside those drinks or those shots last night because thank God I was able to get away and, like, you know, call my sister for her to pick me up and stuff. And I'm not blaming Tommy or anything because the whole time Tommy was sitting down. But somebody inside her team, I feel like, was trying to drug. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know I had one drink last night that was this fucking small from her production team. And start fucking losing my mind and I needed my sister to come pick me up. So if anybody was there last night, because I really didn't know really anybody like that, you feel me? A lot of people didn't know each other, but if you guys come across this video, hit me up because I'm just trying to see something. Because I know other people start feeling weird too, like they're finna faint and pass out. And we just all thought it was because it was hot. Well, Frederick also DM'd Tommy about it and she denied anyone trying to harm him. And he posted um, the DMs. This is what happened. He said, I think somebody tried to drug me at your auditions last night after those shots. I started feeling weird. I don't know. And she said, nobody tried to drug you. If you took what they offered, you love, sis, you see me taking anything from anyone. We're grown. Know what you're taking. I didn't know anyone there outside of my team and none of us would never. It was a dry set for a reason. But learn from this in the future. Stop taking any and everything you're offered. It could cost you your life. Glad you're okay. He then sent those DMs to Hollywood Unlocked and we posted it. And yeah, and I mean, it, you know, Tommy then reacted to me and come to find out somebody else that was there that wasn't a part of her production, I'll say allegedly because I wasn't allegedly. there, um, had mushrooms and alcohol and people were mixing them and passing drinks around. Tommy went to her Instagram story and she said that people need to take accountability. This is what she said. 
As an adult, you have to take accountability accountability for things that you could have uh, avoided. Stop looking for someone to place blame on and start with yourself. We're human. Shit happens. Own up. I've been there and I've been through things in life. So no one can play me into taking anything I don't want or know what it is. It's way too much going on out here to be playing around. I'm gifted uh, things all the time. So I indulge in everything I'm offered. Hell no. Tommy continued to clear her name by sharing a video or two videos from women denying the claims that Frederick made. Take a look. And it's crazy because everybody wants to blame Tommy for somebody in production, this, that, and the third. But if we're being technical, the nigga who was passing out those drinks auditioned too. He was trying to get his product out there. He was not production. He was never a part of the production team. So all of that shit y'all was drinking and taking were samples. The only thing that production from Tommy's team ever passed out was Patron and water. And they went and bought that shit. So I'm trying to figure out how the blame is being put on somebody else. And then the nigga made a video and said. Hold on, y'all. Hold on one second now. Let me tell y'all something. You can ask any girl that was there. I said, do you want mushrooms or liquor and then other girls start trading drinks with other girls and that ain't got nothing to do with me so fuck y'all but y'all mother okay y'all i don't know what's really going on but i see a lot of shit is going on about tommy i guess everybody's being drugged or we were drugged at her auditions nobody was drugged at her auditions there weren't drugs involved at all no type of being pcp and all that it was none of that being involved tommy stayed in one seat the whole time at her auditions she did not get up not once on time she got up was to get on stage and that was to talk and let us know how she wanted us to do these auditions other than that y'all need to stop playing on my girl top because she was being very respectful she never drugged anybody i was there i was really a person there i auditioned and i got my ticket so i just want to get on here and really have her back because nobody was drugged and yes drinks were being passed out but they also said what the drinks were and even i had a drink and it was a shot of tequila nothing more nothing less so please stop with the false allegations and before now after all that drama tommy went on to apologize again to anybody who's been harmed and she made it clear that no one on her team was responsible and that it was one of the contestants that tried to promote some of their products look First of all, I just want to say deepest, deepest sympathetic um, apology to whoever was affected at my event. Like, I learned of it when I was leaving, actually. I did get the okay to give everyone a congratulatory, congratulatory, how do you say it? Congratulatory, like, shot at the end from a liquor store that they wouldn't purchase, but it was never okay to um, take and give out your items. Like I was giving edibles, weed, all type of things. Like, you know, they brands, that's what it was about. It wasn't a fighting, it's, it's not a fighting show. It's not a, you know, it's not one of them. It was just like to showcase, you know, your talent and just give you a bigger platform to go ahead and do that like i said it was like chefs hairstylists uh artists anything any whatever your talent was i sat in the same spot the entire night 
same spot if I wasn't giving out a hug or like getting on stage to coach like what was going on to come in there inebriated or drunk that wasn't what I wanted because I ultimately know like that's gonna take things somewhere else so basically um right before we got ready to leave I was like oh it's okay get him a shot I did so good like it was nothing but good positive energy and then when I was on the way home, um, I got a phone call saying, hey, and it was someone I knew, like, it was someone that they brought, it was like, oh, they, uh, they slip uh, her something or whatever the fuck, and I'm like, what? So, me getting down to the bottom of who it was that same night, I posted, um, the guy when we found out who it was, but he was also... He was also a cast, like, I mean, he was a cast, but he was also a, um, a runner-up, basically. He was trying to promote his brand or whatever. So, he got up there and did his thing, and, and he took it upon himself to offer whatever. Never was that, like, what we wanted or anything like that. He's, he's not a member of my staff. He's not any of that. So, basically, um that's what really happened and I really kind of wish everybody would have used their head on this one and just you know didn't accept it like didn't accept it at all but you know shit happens shit happens that's what happened but I did get irritated when it started angling towards oh yeah Tommy's people and Tommy and like no we had nothing to do with that that's not what it was about at all and like I said, I'm glad everybody's safe, everybody's alive, and everybody's cool enough to talk about this. But I hope y'all did what y'all was supposed to do the night that it happened. Because within the same hour, I recall me going live, and I recall me making the same statement, this apologetic statement to everybody that was involved or whatever happened. If they didn't know, if they did know, however, that wasn't supposed to go on at all. And my placing the blame or pointing fingers at anybody no even though I should be even though I should be at the person who who gave that out because it's not normal to pass out drugs during a, a casting call it's not normal if that's what you went to and that's your yeah but it's still like kind of illegal I've never took shrooms I left there and I was fine because I don't take shrooms I don't smoke weed I don't eat edibles too much too much. And this is why I will say to everybody who wants to be famous, I never go to, first of all, I don't audition. I, I, I did one audition in my whole career and I, I didn't like the feeling of it. And I said, I will never audition again. I don't like being in a room with a bunch of people who are all fighting for the same opportunity. When I create every opportunity, I'm, like, I just, I'm not doing it. I'm a boss, period. What I will say, though, is that everybody does want to be famous and you get in these rooms of these shows and you're beating each other up for Zeus Network. You're drinking whatever you can drink at Tommy's show and shit happens. I, I don't go to clubs, and even though I'm sober now, when I was drinking, if I go to a club, my security is not only watching me and everybody around me, they're watching what I'm drinking, they're watching who's coming in my section, they're watching who's touching my drinks. We only let the bottle girls pour our alcohol. I don't allow people to take a drink of mine and hold it for me. I don't go to the bathroom and say, hold my drink. If I put a drink down, I get a new drink. I, that's just always been a rule. Even when I'm intoxicated, I make sure that I don't allow myself or anybody allow me to take a drink that's been unmanaged. Because what happens? This, you know, and I've back in the day have eaten edible food, not mm -hmm. knowing that it was the THC laced. 
because they didn't tell me. I went to a video shoot once for Wiz Khalifa, and they were handing out popcorn. And I had been, hadn't eaten all day, so I eat two bags of popcorn. It's all laced in THC. I literally thought I was dying. So I understand what he's going through. But that was, I needed to know what I was eating, even though nobody told me what I was eating. I was just eating stuff on a set I'd never been at or in a studio I'd never been at. So I don't think Tommy's to blame for this. I think it's unfortunate it happened. Thankfully, nobody was seriously hurt. But uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You didn't blame Wiz. So why are they blaming Tommy? Yeah, I don't blame him. He, he was in the studio and I was eating the popcorn. And my fat ass ate that popcorn and thought I was dying. So uh, I don't know. Uh, congratulations to Tommy and her team for the auditions. I don't mm -hmm. know what came as a result of that. She dropped her new network. You can go watch the Jason Lee show to find out more information on that. And if you want to stream it, you can. Uh, but uh, what do you think of the Tommy interview? I loved it. I feel like people got to see a different side of Tommy and it her history like with her family and stuff i feel like a lot of people don't know that i'm happy for tommy she got to clear stuff and she was the funniest in smash your pass speaking of smash your pass she said some stuff about jeremy meeks that um caught everybody on set off guard you know i'm from stockton where jeremy's from and i interviewed him on live today and we talked about this that tommy said about him on the show look What's so that? what happened when you and jeremy were in the hotel room together um i asked him about the scene when he was in there, um, cause they put his dick, like he was standing in a window and I had asked him about the scene. I was like, so that was real? And he was like, they put a sock on me. And that kind of like- You've never seen his penis? It's on the line. I felt it that night because after he said that, like we have just been talking and I had felt it. Wait, where's his penis on You've never line? seen his penis? No. Hold on, wait, sit in your chair. I'm gonna what? Wait. Hold on. <laughs> Like, so that's how we had, like, kicked it off. We was like, we was at the premiere. Yeah. I just like him because he like me. Like, he's a, you know what I'm saying? He been through the life. And now look how he changed his whole life. Like, I love that for him. He got the sexiest eyes. And I oh. hope he could fuck good with all them tattoos and shit like that. You probably baptized me, nigga. Hello. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna show it to you. Ready? Oh no! It's like one. Huh? <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Jerry, right? where the fuck you at, man? Let me get up out of here. Wait, wait, it was her trying to swallow your phone for me. It was him and I talking offline about it today and him coming on the Jason Lee show soon. So we'll be having Jeremy's, <laughs> oh. AKA Jail Bay here so we can get into all things, including, you know, the thing in his pants that uh, she allegedly um, grabbed. Grabbed. That's what she said. Bye. Akbar. She's in the news. Uh, you know, Akbar, rapper Riyadh. So first of all, this is a pretty photo of Akbar. Akbar is in the news uh, and she's going viral uh, because she revealed that her daughter Dora is in the hospital fighting for her life. Now, uh, I uh, was getting a massage the other night and wasn't looking at social media when the team posted a video of her in a very emotional state talking about what was going on with her daughter. And anytime there's anything to do with kids here at Hollywood Unlocked and the Jason Lee Show, Jason Lee Podcast, it is a very touching thing because we don't play about nobody's kids. Take a look. Can I tell y'all something? For people that say karma, it ain't my karma. It ain't her karma. My kid, she's a good kid. 
She's smart. She's funny. What I spoke on, it was about a relationship, man and woman. It went about what this is about. My baby fight for her life. Keep them coming to y'all, sir. And she's not like me. She's a good kid. She, she's humble. She's genuine. To keep it to yourself, because y'all don't know what made me say the certain things that I say. And it was me even even saying really too much, nothing negative. I was making fun and joking and talking smack. So if a man would have left me, then y'all could say that's my karma. Because of what I said. But not with my daughter. Like, don't say that. Because my baby, it is a Nothing like me. She's a humble kid. She's she's so soft and gentle. I don't know why God be putting me through these type of trials. Cause I don't be ready for this type of stuff. Just pray, and I wouldn't even be on here asking y'all to pray if I had my pastor with me. Cause my pastor would have left my side. She would have been right here with me. But my baby, don't do that to me, y'all. Don't do that. If it was about a relationship, then y'all could say that's my karma, but don't put my baby my baby in that. Don't do that. Because my baby, she innocent and she's a good person. She nothing like me. She don't like confusion. She's so gentle. Like she the kid that she a peacemaker. So don't do that. Okay? That's all I ask. Just pray. First, let me start by saying we don't know what was going on in her daughter's life, but we, you know, send our our, our prayers to her and her family uh, because clearly it was something that was very emotional and something that was very serious. And you know, I'm particularly disgusted when people use people's kids uh, in an argument uh, for any reason. Like it's just what they look like, what they're going through. We've done, we've defended uh, uh, Dwayne Wade and his daughter. Uh, I'll defend Akbar and her daughter. Anytime a person's child is going through stuff, I mean, it's just a very sensitive thing. Now, I understand people were upset because earlier in the week, Akbar had jumped into the Cardi B offset relationship stuff and had a lot to say. So after this plea, she received a lot of mixed reactions and people thought that the situation was unfortunate. Uh, people felt like she was shady recently in trying to shade Cardi B. Now, this was a video of what Akbar had said earlier in the week before that video about Cardi. Take a look. Bitch, you better stand the fuck up, Cardi B. You better stand up in the motherfucker red. These is bloody shoes. You better stand up in the bloody shoes, bitch. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I ain't forgot about that shit that you dissed me on that lotto record. So when I posted that, smoke it out. I said, oh, my, my body put four holes in her like a brand new Audi. Only time she talking tough is when she geeked up off the molly. Yeah, I ain't forgot about y'all hold with that sneak dissing. Yeah, bitch, that smoke it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you finna cry it out. You better go cry that shit right on now. Get you a pillow, bitch. Make sure it's warm and comfortable. Yeah, because you finna go through some more trials and tribulations, bitch. God ain't done with y'all hoe. And you, you the type of bitch you always try to throw your rocks and hide your hands, bitch. I ain't saying that wrong. I told the truth and told the truth. Yeah, bitch. And oh, I, I didn't put no cop. Ain't no cops involved in nothing. I don't go to the police on no bitches or no niggas. Like, mm-mm. Nope. Nope. You was calling around Atlanta. Yeah, you don't think I know y'all y'all call Lil Peaches? Yeah, you don't think, yeah, Lil Peaches in it too. Yeah, you don't remember, yeah, Lil Peaches? When you the man, you the orchestrator. Yeah. Uh-huh, Lil Peaches. Your sister, Mr. Set. Yeah. Everything get back to me, baby. Don't think this shit again. So people were feeling like, you know, that was karma. Now, again, I personally, Jason Lee, and I don't 
I don't control what everybody says. I don't think it's fair to put her kids in it. But I understood people's connection and people not waiting to take a jab at Akbar. Now, before that, Akbar previously made fun of her former friend Alexis Sky's disabled daughter, calling her brain dead. If you forgot about that, this is what uh, she said about her. That bitch is going missing for a fucking month. Bitch, you got a brain dead baby. Your baby ain't got a fucking brain. Bitch, you got a retarded child. And you mentioning my children. Like, there's no disrespect to Lele. Like, but you got a, a fucking retarded kid. A special need kid. And you right here talking about somebody's children. Take care of your kids, bitch. You was sleeping on my sofa, homeless. Bitch, stop playing with me while you was pregnant. You was in Miami on a boat, snow paddle, while you was pregnant. Now y'all hoes want to make it seem like I'm the fucking bad guy. When I start in, bitches out. Your daughter is retarded because of you. Tell the truth. You had cocaine in your system. Tell the truth. And then when I take it to this next level, everybody want to say, Akbar, you wrong. But was I wrong when bitches was mentioning my children? It's almost contradictory to ask for people to have support and love and understanding for you and to not play with you when you did that to her. Now, Alexis, as you know, has talked a lot very publicly about a lot of growth. And she didn't let that stop her from being the bigger person. On the post that we put up on Hollywood Unlocked of Akbar asking for people to be fair to her, this is what Alexis Sky said in the comments. She said, sending prayers, I'm always here for you, sis, if you need me. And that I thought was so amazing to see a woman be there in a time of need for another woman and, and being big enough to forgive somebody for saying such nasty things. Now, Akbar's own husband, Bean, even called her out. And this is what he said. Dora is not fighting for her life. She can walk on her own, talk on her own. She's able to hear and see. To those that has her in your prayers, please continue to do so. Thanks. It's appreciated. Um, don't know, Bean, but thank you for that update. I, I missed that. I didn't see that. But it's, you know, that's him giving an update on his child and, and in a very respectful way, asking for, uh, uh, you know, love and prayers. Now, Akbar attacked me. And now, mind you, I'm getting a massage. I don't even know what's going on. The team posted a video. Mm -hmm. She posted something on her Instagram story. This is what she said. She said, at the only Jason Lee in Hollywood Unlocked, I'm going to tell you one time, if your bitch ass don't take me off your page, I'm going to show you. You don't even be posting me. Now you want to post me. Stop playing with me. Crying over a man and crying over a child is different. You being funny now, out of all the things you can post, you want to play with my kid. If a man would have left me, then that would have been my karma. If I spoke about her kids and this happened, then you can say it's karma, but I don't speak on or touch kids. You never post my music, my accomplishments are nothing. You only post this to be funny, but I said what I said, you dirty pussy bitch. So I called Akbar and I got on the phone with her and I told Akbar to her face with that, I don't have anything against you. In her mind, she thinks that because I'm friends with Cardi, that our platform hates her. And this is something that I say a lot of people feel like if they don't have a relationship with Cardi. Whereas Hollywood Unlocked and what they do over there is not driven all the time by me. And I know that it's the, you know, it's the fancy thing to post the blogs. And she went on and on to say, remember, you know, she's gonna do this and that. We talked on the phone and I explained this to her and she was very emotional. So I was very patient with her because I understand when your kid is going through something, even though you've been nasty to other people's kids, been nasty to other women, it doesn't hurt you until you feel it yourself. You don't really understand how to have that empathy until you need it yourself. And so mm -hmm. I felt in that moment, I felt sorry for you, Akbar, which is why I, in, I talked to her for a long time about it. Mm -hmm. And then she kept demanding I take it off and interrupted me. And finally, I told her, like, you don't get to call me up and tell me what to do. You don't get to demand anything. Um, and anybody making any threats, 
Uh, you all know that she'll be right there in that Fulton County Jail next to the YSL leader because they handing out Rico's like Halloween candy and baby, I have no problem doing it. And on top of that, there's so many other things that I had to remind Akbar that she's done on the internet that we have actually not put on the internet because it would have mm. resulted in people going to prison. And you know what that is. And honestly, again, y'all say I threatened Beyonce when I said this. Don't play around because when I post it and go there, there's no running from it. And everybody wants to be a rapper and be a gangster. Pick a, pick a lane. But I will say, while I don't believe what you said about Cardi is karma that you deserve as it plays out in the life of your child, because that's fucked up for people to say. When you, pe when you create energy and when you put out this type of toxicity, Akbar, don't be mad when it comes back to you. You know when your Instagram got taken down, who got it back for you? Me. You forgot that. So when you talk about how we didn't like you, your little pathetic little Instagram would have been gone if it wasn't for me. Now, nobody knew that because I don't have to tell people that I helped you get your Instagram back. But I helped you get your Instagram back. And I've continuously had my team help your team when you've had issues with your Instagram. But if you're going to use it to attack people, when you lose that thing again, don't call me. And the other thing I will tell you, too, is that if you use my number for the sake of trying to tell me what to and not do, and this is not just Akbar, this is anybody. We do what we want to do at Hollywood Unlocked. We follow the rules of the law, and we follow the rules of what I think is the moral compass. Sometimes it's a little too much for you to deal with, but it is what it is. I didn't take the post down because I was going to take it down, but what I told her was after what you said online, you need we need to have an amicable resolution, and she hung up. So therefore, it stayed up. And it is what it is. And our post, to be very clear, and this is going out to you and to the baby's father, Bean, it was never with an intention to attack you personally. My team posted that because that's where you went to the internet to talk about it. And the conversation you created was one where people had an opinion about what you were doing. If you look in the comments, a lot of them were supportive to your message, but a lot of people were trolling you for what you had done to Cardi that day. Be mindful of what you wish on other people, though, because I will tell you, it may not manifest the way that you wanted to in terms of that karma, because I do believe what you put out is what you get. Now, uh, Akbar responded, calling her husband's post being a uh, clout chaser and demanding a divorce. This is a photo of uh, the husband, the text to her husband. Nobody here with my kid 24-7 talking to doctors but me. But this just but this just the op shit he do. God said it was one more got to go is you, snake. Uh, now you and the rest of the hating bitches and niggas can sit in a circle on somebody else's couch and talk crazy about me and watch me still prosper. I married a cloud chaser. Now that's my karma. I want a divorce. Now, before Akbar disabled her Instagram page, she uh, went and commented under Hollywood Unlocks post, mad that we posted her child. And this is what she said. Hey, you bitch ass nigga, take me off your page. You being funny, Jason Lee. You don't even post me. Stop playing with me. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, we're not a publicity firm. We don't catch everything anybody does. She did say we don't post her music. We don't post her films. We that You have to pay for that. Everybody whose music and films we post, they pay for that. What do you make of this whole situation? I don't even know she had music and films, so there's that. But something that I really took away from the Vlad interview was he said, if you post your children, it's up for you. Like It's up for the internet and people to pick it up and do something with it. If she didn't want Hollywood Unlocked to post anything, she shouldn't have went live because then it becomes fair game. It's public. Yeah. Uh, for 2024, I am going to start turning up on social media more. I am going to start tweeting more. I'm going to start posting on my Instagram more. I'm going to start giving you my daily opinions on things because that's I've earned the, the stage to do it. Mm -hmm. I, I typically try to wait until I have hair and makeup 
because I just look so much damn cuter when I do it. But, you know, why not just go live and say what I think and feel? Why not? I'm going to start doing that more in 2024. I'm going to give the Internet a rest for 10 days because between this, by the way, this is a beautiful photo. With such an ugly attitude. Akbar, I'm telling you right now, your life is going to end tragically in terms of not reaching certain goals and heights and accomplishments and things if you continue to behave that way. The things you said about Cardi and her husband were just nasty. Uh, and you did that because Nicki Minaj dropped her album and you want to, you know, hang on her pussy like everybody else. It's just embarrassing. Be your own woman. You lost all that weight. Now lose the dead weight of that fucked up attitude you got. Okay? And be much better when you call people on their phone. Don't think that everybody's going to be afraid of people you're going to call. That's called racketeering. You fuck around and end up in prison. And you're going to be talking about crying because you got to visit your baby during a, through a plexiglass. <laughs> now, I told that to another rapper who called with the bullshit. And I'm telling you, everybody not going to play these games with y'all. I'm not a gangster. I don't play in the streets. I play in the courts. And yes, I will call 911. <laughs> anyway, praying for you and your kid. And being, uh, hopefully you guys are uh, able to move forward and prosper. You know that's Candy's cousin, right? I found that out through the Tommy interview. Mm. Well, bye. Mm. It's time for thoughts and prayers. We're all familiar with the phrase, what goes around comes around, but when people do their dirt, karma appears to be the last thing on their mind. And one of the craziest thing about karma is sometimes it doesn't come back and hit you, it hits the people that you love. Or maybe it doesn't, maybe it does hit you, but it happened so fast that you never even saw it coming. And in Akbar's case, her daughter's condition, truly unfortunate, but the internet has not let her forget the things that she said about other people's children. Is that wrong? In some cases, people can live their whole lives and even change their lives around, but still receive bad karmatic energy. We've seen that with Tommy. She's on this new journey to peace and maturity, but is getting roped back into the drama involving the internet games and drugs again, and not the same Jeezy, the snowman drugs. Speaking of Jeezy, is the divorce genie's karma for her black meat on the side comment? I'll let y'all decide that, but not like how y'all decided to attack Tyler Perry without having any evidence against him. Y'all are vicious. Although we want Christian Keyes' alleged abuser to face this karma and criminal consequences, and we shouldn't attack and pressure Christian as he boldly and courageously shares his story because he deserves patience as much as he deserves justice. In fact, the only person we're losing patience with is Rihanna, because that damn album ain't here and we know we want it. Okay, Re, we're getting impatient and we know that she's ready for baby number three. But the next big announcement better be about our nine and when that world tour is going to happen because we've been waiting patiently. Now, just kidding. You know, Re, I love you. We love you here. And whenever you're ready to drop, not a baby, another musical project will be right here waiting. That's it for the Jason Lee show. Uh, the Jason Lee Podcast. I forgot where we are. Either way, it's all things Jason Lee. Make sure you're following us everywhere that we are. Hollywood Unlocked, The Jason Lee Show, my personal Instagram. And download and subscribe to the podcast everywhere. Go over to YouTube. Check it out. Is there anything that we need to promote? Just bigger and better things in 2024. The last podcast of the year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Jason Lee Podcast.